0: Tourism used to be looked on as one of those nice things to have, those people who have welcome baskets. But now we are those people who have welcome baskets, and we give them to people who come to Jackson and spend a lot of money. After they spend their money, they go back home, but they leave their money here. So that's pretty powerful. This is Soul Sessions, conversations on
1: culture from Jackson, Mississippi. I'm Paul Wolf with Kim Lewis, bringing you a look at the people, places, and events that make us The City with Soul. On today's episode, we hear from Ricky Figpin, the president and CEO of Visit Jackson, the organization responsible for promoting the city as a tourist destination. In his 30-plus years at Visit Jackson, Figpen has seen it all and, as the organization's new leader, has big dreams for its future. how are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm doing great
0: today. Thank you, Paul.
1: So I wanted to know a little more about your journey, where you grew up, where you went to school, and then how 30 years later you end up as the CEO of Visit Jackson.
0: Well, Jackson is my hometown. I was born right here in the capital city. My parents were educators in the Mississippi Delta and Rolling Fork, Mississippi. So life went on. They became um, educators at a university and college in uh, Oklahoma, so at Langston University. And uh, so I was a college brat running around on campus. And then we found our way back to Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, graduated from high school here in Jackson, went to college uh, in Mississippi, and um, left college uh, with a degree in computer science uh, with a minor in mathematics and business. And one day I got a call from a friend of mine that said, Hey, there's these people looking for a computer science major because they bought a System 36 and they don't know what to do with it.
1: I don't know what to What is that?
0: Uh, that's an old school mainframe. So I'm so old that um, this is. Before PCs were prevalent. <laughs> um, so basically, you had to write a subroutine to do anything with a computer. So you had to have a computer programmer to make your world run. So um, that was fortunate for me. Uh, I walked into then the Jackson Convention and Visitors Bureau, and there I saw a mainframe and dumb terminals. Um, and I um, um, interviewed. Uh, with them and they said they would get back with me in about two weeks which was code for you did not get the job uh oh and I went home this is before cell phones even I went home and my mom said you have a phone call the lady said call back It's it's an emergency and the lady that I interviewed with Chris Uh, Chapman, who is now in Ridgeland, uh, was at Visit Jackson then. She called and said, "Um, can you come back tomorrow and be prepared to stay all day? They had computer problems, didn't they? They didn't have computer (laughs) problems yet. Um, They got computer problems because she hired me and said that she did not want me to leave the premises. So um, I did not have a desk or a chair, but I started setting up computers and I've been there ever since. And that's kind of my journey into tourism. You were our original IT guy. I was the original IT guy. Oh, wow. Don't tell Michael Hogg that, though.
1: (laughs) Now, back up a second. You said you went to college in Mississippi, but I know one of your favorite things and passion is where you went to college. It's a, it's okay. Share with us. I will
0: tell you, I am a very proud alumni at Mississippi Valley, Mississippi Valley State University. Um, I uh, actually went to college there on a university band scholarship. So that's kind of my my college thing. Okay, you. but you skipped from IT guy to now you're the CEO like... That's that's quite a leap. That's quite a leap. And typically in the tourism industry, the IT guy does not make his way into the executive uh, CEO position. But uh, again, I told you I had a a business minor. So I started working in IT and eventually started getting some um, responsibilities in accounting and then um, HR and then um I started playing around with some graphic design kind of things because I was a computer guy, and and cutting and pasting really meant cut and paste back in the day. So I knew how to cut and paste and create some ads and save the Bureau just a little money. And so I got into the marketing um, and ended up supervising marketing, marketing, and uh, here we go.
1: And and Ricky is still – Um, a de facto marketing team member, even though he's the
0: CEO. That's right. That's right. The marketing team sees me coming down the hall and they all close their door because I love marketing, but I love everything creative and being innovative is just one of my things.
1: No comic sans, no comic sans.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So you've seen the organization from the inside out and the city change so much in the last three decades. What challenges has Jackson overcome to get where it is today?
0: oh uh that's that's a lot of information. um so I think the most significant um enhancement the city has seen is we were for forever the only capital city that did not have a convention center. so um I'm very proud to have been a part of that movement to make the telecom center a reality which uh, morphed into the convention center. So that is a big thing. I think the other thing is a very intangible. Um, we're finally starting to see silos being broken down and to really try, try to create some collective ambition. Um, the, the, the city, the industry, the stakeholders, the citizens now understand that we are a city that we can be proud of. And uh, for way too long, we did not... Uh, really brag on we're not proud of who we are the things that we take for granted you know um, Aunt Judy's fried chicken is the best fried chicken in the world and we've always known that but now people in Idaho know that you know Aunt Judy's fried chicken is the best chicken so I think that now we can celebrate who we are um, in a very authentic manner. So that's one of the things. And I guess the 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 last thing I guess is the respect for tourism as a formidable um economic engine for the city. Tourism used to be looked look, looked on as one of those nice things to have. Those people who um have welcome baskets, but now we are those people who have welcome baskets, and we give them to people who come to Jackson and spend a lot of money, and they. After they spend their money, they go back home, but they leave their money here. So that's pretty powerful. Um, And now I think that our city, our stakeholders embrace that and value that.
2: I would definitely have to agree with that. And not only are they leaving some of their money here, but when they get back home, they're telling everyone what a great time they had in Jackson. Oh, you're right.
0: You're right. They're the best marketing partner we can have. (laughs)
1: So Ricky, uh, let's talk about plans for Visit Jackson. What's your vision for your staff and for the organization itself?
0: Um, That one is fairly easy. Um, When I um, accepted the responsibility from the board of directors, I promised them that I would identify the most talented, committed, passionate, innovative staff. And once I did that, I would let that staff do their thing. Um, You know, I don't happen to be the smartest guy in the room, but I uh, everybody I think has a calling and everybody has a special gift. And mine is just bringing people together. And if I get my team together and let them do their thing, they'll make me look really good.
1: And you're good about that. You're good about hiring people who also let their people do their thing too. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm kind of a a leadership geek. I'm a student of leadership. So uh, that's the secret. If you uh, let people do their thing, they'll be happy while they do it, and they'll do it at a greater level of competency. So um, that's kind of the secret. So um, that's really the, 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 the goal is to, my job is really just to set some goals, set some timelines, provide resources, and get out of the way and make it, and make it happen and watch it happen, and, uh, and then set some higher goals the next time.
1: I mean, philosophically speaking too, there there are big plans for the organization over the next couple of years at least, yeah?
0: Right, right. Uh, we have uh, some big plans. Um, we, I, I think that uh, Jackson, Mississippi is an amazing uh, community. I think that it deserves an amazing destination marketing organization or I like to call it a destination leadership organization. And as we transform the city From just a capital city to a capital city that is a true visitor destination, um, we're going to do that by being, again, innovative, uh, forward thinking, embracing of best practices that the tourism industry has out there. And there are no limits um, to what we're going to achieve in Jackson.
2: Now, here's a question that's not so easy. What do you love about Jackson? I mean, if you had brought friends into town and you've got 24 hours to show them not only your favorite, but something unique to Jackson what would it be
0: wow so get you in trouble
1: aren't
2: we right right exactly (laughs) I know it
0: so my friends know there are some rules um, when we when they come to Jackson and or when they talk to me on the phone about Jackson so no Jackson jokes allowed because I'm proud of my city Um, that's the easiest way to get Uh, I have been known to pull on the side of the road and put you out of my car because you're saying something negative about my city. So, but I like to, um, I'm a little modest, but I also have, uh, I like to brag about my city. So, I like to do things that people would not expect that they could enjoy and find in Jackson. So the food um, it's obviously amazing, but we do everything. I like to do Thai food are a really cool, eclectic um, restaurant, Um, really good food, um, uh, different cultures, uh, cultural uh, experiences. Again, uh, of course I I brag about our arts scene and our, um, our ballet and our, and our opera, and um, me being a musician myself, a symphony. Um, a lot of my friends are we met in college, and we were in college band together, and so we have an appreciation for music. Uh, so that's kind of the what we kind of do. When we we uh, get together, and we're in Jackson. We hang out at the house. We go to an event. We eat a great meal. We have a really good drink, and then we maybe have another really good drink, and then we uh, uh, maybe uh, go to a an after show or something like that, or even just riding around, discovering the architecture, the history uh, that you pass every day that you don't realize why that building looks the way it does, and the experience and the and the that it had in making not only Jackson what it is, but really making this country what it is. And
1: you know, people don't realize that, right? That we have so much of an eclectic culture here we have so much greek influence in our restaurant scene and so many talented national architects that have left their mark here
0: on jackson that's right you know um james beard chefs that are and their genres of of culinary menus are so diverse so you have um uh, you know um, soul food that's that's award-winning on one side and you have uh, seafood that's award-winning on the other side it, it, it's, it's so it's so crazy to think that all of that is in within really within a 40 mile radius of each other so you can find anything uh, if, if you didn't like the first restaurant for lunch you're gonna love the where we go for dinner so uh you know uh, I just kind of thought about some of my favorite restaurants and I'm going to really get in trouble here. I mean, Crazy Cat's and Parlor Market and Estelle's and Dave's Triple B and Pig and Pipe. and Then you got Big Apple and Sugars and Bullies and the Tie House and Provisions and Lou's and Gumbo Girl and Mayflower and Brent's Drugs. And man, you know, I could go on. It's just that, well, you can look at me and tell me I like to eat, but, uh, but, but I tell you what, all of my friends and family, after they come to Jackson, they like to eat too because um, we have something for everybody. If, again, if you didn't like the first stop, you'll love the second stop.
2: Ricky, you mentioned the different um, multicultural, uh, the cuisines that we have here in Jackson from Thai to Mediterranean. What about the, uh, the community of Jackson and the diversity there?
0: Um, you know, I was just talking to someone today talking about our Capitol building and on each corner of the Capitol building there's a different denomination of of house of worship. And that really represents what's in Jackson. Not only our houses of worship but I mean anything from I mean we are the home of the International Muslim Museum. Right here in Jackson, Mississippi Um, we have um, the Greek influence that really started the restaurant industry. Um, We have uh, the blood-stained um, driveway, the Mega Evers home, um, that now is, is being lauded by the federal government and will become a part of the National Park Service. So when you look at all those contributions that Jackson has, I mean, there is not one culture not represented. And, you know, we always tell people in Jackson that everybody's welcome here, uh, no matter of their race, their culture, their ethnic background, the sexual orientation, the religion, everybody's welcome here because none of us are perfect. Perfect, But if everybody were like me, it'd be a pretty boring city. So um, I like to mix it up. And, uh, you know, when we're uncomfortable, that is when we are vulnerable. And that is when we learn. And that—that that is when we grow. So um, I think that I, I know for a fact, scientifically, when you stop growing, you start dying. And Jackson's got a lot of growing to do. So um, that's that's a way to, uh, again, to expand our horizons, just to embrace everything that's different and learn about it and become more knowledgeable about it.
1: Ricky, you're an optimistic person by nature. Just to listen to you talk for a few minutes, you're upbeat and happy. So you are a hopeful person. So what's your hope for Jackson?
0: That could take a while, too. Um, So... I think, again, uh, as we continue to grow, first as a community, we continue to be more um, embracing of our differences and respectful of our differences. Um, I think I would like for our community to be to live a little bit more in harmony with each other. Again again embracing and respecting differences not necessarily agreeing but agreeing to dis to be disagreeable um, as it relates to the tourism industry I would love um, to see a convention center hotel attached to our amazing convention center I would love to see the fair Street uh, entertainment district to become a reality um, I would love um, to see um, the capital city of Mississippi become a true world-class visitor destination. I think that we are on right on the cusp of making that a reality. We just need a few more assets. Um, We need just a little people to believe a little bit more. And uh, to work together just a little bit stronger, uh, I think those are the those are the only ingredients we need to to really transform the work that we do in tourism, but the work that government leaders do, the work through our city, the, the the vision that our individual citizens have for our city, uh, you know. Those things will solve infrastructure problems. Um, They will solve, I mean, working together solves all problems. So that's just kind of, uh, you know, you could complain. I could have talked about all the problems we have, but guess what? Complain, when you finish complaining, the problems are still there. I would much rather talk about solutions, talk about um, how we can overcome those obstacles. That's a much more um, valuable way for me to spend my time.
1: Now, here's what we're loving in the city with soul, a segment where Kim and I talk about a place or thing that's got us really excited about being in Jackson, and that something is Campbell's Craft Donuts.
2: Donuts, Kim. Donuts. Donuts. I love donuts. Like, seriously, it's, it's a... And it's an obsession. And not just donuts, absolutely amazing donuts. They
1: are amazing. We
2: have so many different uh, donut places in Jackson. We don't have to go far to get something great. But to get something different, this is where you need to go. Mitchell has just hit it out of the park with this one.
1: Yeah, Mitchell Moore of Campbell's Bakery fame in Fondren in Madison. We'll put a link to Campbell's in the show notes uh, for this episode. But. I was just in there the other day and my wife wanted tacos and I wanted donuts and we both had a bite of each and it's just, it's sheer perfection. They've, they've done it right.
2: They really have. And and you said tacos, um, doesn't normally go with donuts, but, uh, Mitchell Moore has spent a lot of time in Austin. I spoke with him and he said it's it's absolutely one of his favorite cities outside of Jackson. And that's where he got the idea of the breakfast tacos and lunch tacos. And I've tried the donuts as much as I love them these breakfast tacos they're phenomenal I mean it's definitely on my list of a go to for breakfast
1: and it's the first place to open as a part of Bellhaven Town Center in the Bellhaven neighborhood in Jackson so lots of good things to come there Campbell's Craft Donuts go there have fun enjoy and tell them that that we sent you from Soul Sessions mm-hmm. Soul Sessions is hosted by me, Paul Wolf, and Kim Lewis. Our show is produced by Visit Jackson in association with MWB Studios. Our executive producer is Ricky Thickpen, remixed today by Josh Bird. Our theme music is by Tendia Sanders, recorded at Malico Studios in Jackson. Special thanks this episode to Ricky Thickpen, Jonathan Pettis, Tim Mask, and Mark Leffler. You can visit us online at jxn.com. Dot ms we'll see you next time with more conversations on culture from jackson mississippi on soul sessions